0: This is a Culture Inject production.
1: Have you seen Death at a Funeral?
0: yes with
1: Alan Tudyk right what
0: a film yeah (laughs) like the original one not the yeah the
1: original yeah I I mentioned it before um Chirag hadn't seen it and I was like you have to watch it because it's like Alan Tudyk and because it's like this American actor just plonked in the middle of this um like very dark British comedy (laughs) it's like even funnier because he's just so hilarious (laughs) Mm. um
0: ultimate fish out of water situation
1: yeah Oh, they're just like just like the most subtle moments that they're just the funniest things ever. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Like mm. for sure, it's just so hilarious.
0: It's Peter Dinklage, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um I think Later he, of Got Fame.
1: But I think he's in both that one and the remake.
0: I think he is, yeah. Yeah. Because he's just he's just that good. <laughs> that and um if you haven't seen it, I absolutely recommend seeing The Station Agent. Fantastic film, yeah. It's um, Peter Dinklage is kind of a a train nerd, and his friend dies and gives him a train station, so he moves to like look after it. Hmm. And like it's one of those films where nothing really happens, but it's still really it's like it's a brilliant character study, and Dinklage is brilliant in it. So yeah, well, well worth watching.
1: I do, most of my favourite films are films where nothing really happens. You know films, there's not like a specific beginning, middle, end, like Mm. something that they have to overcome or do. It's just like, here's a few days in this person's life and now the film's ended. I like films like that because I feel like, especially nowadays, films are like way too grand for their own good and (laughs) too long and try to make things too complicated and too many plot points and it's just like, oh, come on. (laughs) A kind of like a good, laid back, chilled film with good characters.
0: Mm. So at the end of the day, it's all about the characters. If you have good characters, everything else springs from that and is brilliant. It I mean, it's one of the reasons why Joss's work is still just as strong now as it's ever been, because he just knows how to write amazing characters.
1: Mm. And like and, I, yeah, I said, that carries a lot. Like in Firefly, they've all got they've all got their own essence that they bring to the show, and the show mm. wouldn't be the same if you took. Any of them out, it would like ruin the the whole dynamic. Whereas Absolutely, there's a lot of shows yeah. that I just can't get a hold of because there's like at least one character that I'm kind of like eh, and then well, it yeah. just loses my interest.
0: It's funny that you mentioned that. I've been rewatching Twelve Monkeys and watching it now. There's one character, and I just cannot <laughs> stand them. And every time they're on screen, they're doing something annoying. And I'm just like, Jesus, will you just leave the show already? I'm done with you.
1: <laughs> I'm done with you. I've not watched know. that, I'm actually. I've seen it's the a, film. It's a
0: really amazing series. Absolutely worth watching.
1: I can imagine what, like, from, like say, seeing the film, that the it would make a good TV show. Mm.
0: Because um, it, it goes way beyond what the film covers. Like The film is, be- is kind of very, very, very loosely adapted into the first season. And then seasons right. two, three, and four just go to something completely different. But yeah, it's well worth watching if anyone needs. Although the only problem is it's quite hard to find the fourth season because it's not on any streaming services. I ended up having to import the DVD so I could see it, which was quite annoying.
1: I oh, really, I hate yeah. when that happens.
0: Freaking yeah, sci-fi! That, they ruin um, everything.
1: In the UK, at least on Amazon, they'll give you like the first season or the first few episodes, and then it's on like a specific channel or whatever within Amazon. Yep. So you have to buy like all these different TV packages and I don't know unless you can go to like um a second hand store and get like the old box sets. Yeah, it's quite difficult. But um, I've luckily I keep all my DVD box sets for like my old favorite TV shows so that I know I've, I can always see them no matter what.
0: Indeed. It's, it's why I still have so many DVDs because you just you never know when they're going to pull some stupid like oh we haven't got the rights for that anymore and just take off like half the season. Yeah. It's so irritating.
1: Yeah, it's always on there. It's always the one thing you want to watch that isn't on any streaming service known to man. <laughs>
0: yep. Well, I mean, like, this uh, 12 Monkeys came out, like, five or six years ago, I think. And I've been mm. waiting this long to see the last season because it, it just it wasn't available anywhere. Anywhere, like, and yeah. couldn't, You couldn't even buy it off Amazon. You had to, like, buy it to stream on Amazon. You had to just buy the DVD.
1: Oh, do you know what I watched on Netflix? I'm Not Okay With This, which was just one think- season... It's from like a comic book or a graphic novel, I think, which I should read now because it got cancelled after that one season. But it's like the only thing I really watched and got into like last year or whenever it was on Netflix. And When I heard they'd cancelled it, I'm like, why? There are so many worse TV shows that you're keeping.
0: Wasn't that from brilliant. the same guy that did End of the Fucking World?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I watched the first season of End of the Fucking World, but I haven't watched the second one. I thought it was going to be much better from what people had said. I thought it was going to be much better than it was, and I was disappointed. I kind of enjoyed it. It was weird and quirky, but it was also kind of like, mm. um, yeah. So yeah, just it's one of those to shows where I watched the
0: first season was like, it's it's all right, but I I feel no desire to ever go back and watch it again. Like, I've watched it now, and that's fine. And I enjoyed it, but I'm never going to need to revisit it. And the second season is just, I feel I actually feel a bit bad. I sat through the whole thing. It was not <laughs> good.
1: Yeah, but no, yeah. I'm. I have to say, TV wise, the only show I've really watched and enjoyed in the past like couple of years is probably The Nevers. Um, I also, I did also enjoy um, Lock and Key, which was on Netflix. But that was quite. I felt like even though it's quite scary-ish, it was also quite kid aimed. So, mm. yeah, and I'm not sure how that's gonna go. But um, I'm mostly into anime, to be fair, because I feel like with anime, you have this world where you can do anything you want, and the animation's amazing, and the voice acting, like the Japanese voice acting is incredible, and there's just so much more to like.
0: I feel kind of bad. I watched uh, Lock and Key for Pop, because it's based on a graphic novel by uh, Stephen King's kid. Mm
1: -hmm. I
0: watched it for the comic book sites I write reviews for without having read the comics first, and I, I just sort of went in to see how it was and I really didn't like it I just absolutely <laughs> tore into it I feel kind of bad now I went back and read a few of the reviews and I may have been unnecessarily savage a couple of times
1: Like, say, like there I really... were a
0: couple of decent episodes but on the whole I, I was not a fan hey check it out we're here welcome to Key House
1: I could never get your father to talk about his life here
0: my kids need a home this Hello? Hello. Are you my echo? Yes.
1: Yes. I enjoyed it, but like I said, it was a bit more kiddie level. Um, and yeah. I, I find myself, and it's the same. I find myself frustrated watching like Stranger Things and stuff. It's kind of like, yeah. oh, all these kids are going off on their own and these own little adventures. Not contacting each other, not speaking to each other. And when I feel like a whole show would not, um, would be resolved if the main characters had literally taken two seconds to speak to each other, then I don't really, yep. I don't really enjoy it. Cause I feel like if, if they could have resolved it all that easily, what's really, what, like, what's really capturing me to watch it? Do you know what I mean?
0: Engineered drama. Yeah. Um, have you seen the OA on Netflix?
1: I, I, my parents-in-law were watching it and I think I kind of saw a little bit of it and I was like, what is this?
0: <laughs> it's, but, um, it's one of the best shows released in a very long time. I and really, it's the reason I'll never forget. Yeah, first season is fantastic. Second season starts off a bit slow but ends brilliantly and ends on one of the best cliffhangers I've ever seen in a television series. And then Netflix cancelled it. She's our daughter. Who
1: are these people? But she's never seen us before. Seven years ago, when she went missing, she was blind. Mom,
0: do you remember any of the events that led up to your disappearance?
1: There's, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Well, um, going back years and years now to like when Sky was kind of first a big thing. Uh, one thing uh, we watched and we love as a family is something called The Tenth Kingdom. And it's, not a lot of people know about it, <laughs> but it's like um, a fairy tale realm, essentially. But it's fantastic, and it's a short, it's a mini-series that they kind of put on as, like, I think it was like three weeks in a row, it was like a two-hour movie they put on, so it's like six hours or something in total, I think. And, yeah, we watch it all the time. And we when it finished, we were like, oh, I can't wait until the next one's out. But, yeah, never, never done anymore. Um, another thing was a series called, no, there's a TV show called Taken, which is about aliens, that had Dakota Fanning in it and Paul Rudd. I think that's got two seasons, and it does kind of round off, but it would have been great if that had gone on a bit longer. That's a really good TV show. Um, and then there was another one. No, sorry. Was that Invasion? No, you're Taken. I think that's right. Invasion, I think, is one that was on, I'm thinking a few years ago, but it's probably more like 15 years ago. It was on Sky. <laughs> And that was about aliens as well, but it's really weird because it was like in a town and I think they were like in the water and it wasn't until the very last episode, you see one of the, like a guy go in the water and I think you see one of them for like the first time and it got cancelled. So you literally watch this whole series and you never find out anything and it got cancelled and you're just like, oh, it just got to like the point where we want to know. And yeah, that was Invasion, I think. Um, I'd be
0: freaking furious about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, it
1: was so, and it is because you've taken this time to watch, like, watch a whole series of TV, yeah. knowing there's never going to be any more. And yeah, and I think that's the trouble with They've Netflix. You've Dark Matter. Um, that's like a spacey sci-fi one, isn't it? Yes. Um, I think I've seen a little bit. My 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 brother watches that.
0: It was very much in the kind of Farscape Firefly mold, sort of um mm. ensemble crew sort of vaguely criminal adjacent just trying to survive get dragged into scary nonsense and it it started off quite slowly but it just got better and better as it went on and then they freaking cancelled it just <laughs> as they were reaching like the climax of the whole story like the whole show was building up to this one thing and it started and then they cancelled it
1: yeah this is the trouble this is my thing with netflix i did actually just get rid of my netflix um i was like i don't know why i'm paying for this i never watch anything on it um because I can't bring myself to, like, trawl through, find something that looks vaguely interesting and kind of, like, try out a new show when I, like, with the outlook that I think it's, I'm not going to enjoy it or that if I do enjoy it, they're going to cancel it.
0: Yeah. I'm kind and of, I like. I when Netflix were, like, the people that never, they, they were famous for never cancelling anything. And then suddenly they were, like, yeah, you know what, this isn't working for us. We're going to be super savage and just cancel everything. It's like,
1: fuck, Yeah. Man. I mean, they're making for? they're making such big budget stuff and like every big name actor mm. now is moving to TV and um, yeah, they're just cancelling everything because they were also the mm. kind of people famous for reviving things. Um, yeah. Like, oh, that show of yours got cancelled right into Netflix and they'll probably make it kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Veronica Mars was at was Netflix, wasn't it?
1: Was that Netflix? Yeah, maybe. Well, I think they, I they, they were one back. of the contenders. But yeah, it's, yeah, I feel like we live, yeah, we live in a very dangerous time for TV.
0: Mm. That's <laughs> why so I'm quite worried about the uh, upcoming adaption of The Sandman. Like it's my one of my all-time favorite comic books. Mm. Absolutely love that series. And Netflix are adapting it, and I was very worried. First of all, they were going to screw it up. But apparently Neil's like super involved, so he should keep it relatively close to the source material. And then mm-hmm. I'm just very worried they're going to get like the first two or three books and then just drop it. Fingers crossed that pays off because for what we've seen of like the cast and the crew and the sort of um sets and stuff, it looks like it's gonna be mind blowing.
1: I was um we're rewatching Angel at the minute and uh we just watched it's funny because a few episodes ago I remember saying that I feel like in one of the um behind the scenes Firefly things, uh one of the producers or whatever talks about how Summergau was a dancer. And I was like, I don't know if I'm recalling that right, but I think it was right. And that's why she's very good at moving. And uh, that was in the safe episode where she's kind of like dancing up on the little um y yep. thing. Um, and then we're watching Angel and there's the ballet episode. And I didn't realise, I'd completely <laughs> forgotten that it, I was like, oh, I love this episode. i completely forgotten that it was Summer Glau. Yeah. And it completely looks like 100% it is her dancing. So I was like, oh, this kind of, it yeah, is. I, I must not have been imagining it. If she was a dancer. <laughs>
0: No, 100%. Because um, also, they, they they work into sort of almost all her shows. There's um, mm. She was in the Sarah Connor Chronicles playing a Terminator. Yeah. And they still found a way to make her do ballet for a bit. Like, she's, well, she's I, actually a very accomplished ballerina.
1: I was about to say that I was speaking to a friend of mine earlier, who is also a big Joss Whedon fan. And he was saying that um, Summer Glau, unfortunately, seems to kill TV shows. Yeah. Um, And I was like, that's a shame because she's fantastic. He's like, yeah, but everything she's in gets cancelled. And Sarah Sarah Connor Chronicles is one of those. Yeah, he's not wrong. Same as Dollhouse. He was like, like, he put her in Dollhouse and then Dollhouse got cancelled. I was like, yeah, (laughs) but, you know, she's a really good character in Dollhouse.
0: (laughs) She was, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I just start thinking about how sad I am.
0: Sean Bean, whenever he shows up, he dies. Summer Glau, whenever sh- she shows up, the show dies.
1: Sean Bean die I feel like Sean Bean is all I always say to people is like the actor that's died the most in anything. Um yep. like when you watch something with Sean Bean and he doesn't die. Actually do you know one of the funny things? He's in the first the first Silent Hill, like live action film he's in that and he doesn't die but i'm not sure i think he's in the third one as well and or the second one that they made which i haven't watched because it looked awful so i'm not sure if he dies in that one but he didn't die in silent hill which is shocking because like it's a horror film (laughs)
0: everything dies in silent hill everything
1: dies but um i always know because one of my favorite films is equilibrium and i mean dies right at the beginning of that one a show that i am enjoying in netflix is the snowpiercer
0: seven years ago the world ended Now the train is all that's left. First, the weather changed. The final days of the freeze. The rich retreated to an ark. Oh, is that any good? I haven't started watching it.
1: Yeah, season one's really good. Season two is really good. I'm looking forward to the next one.
0: Excellent. I might have to move that up the list.
1: I also love um, Jennifer Connelly, who is in it. She's fantastic. She's one of my... Yeah, she's
0: she's like the lead, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. The antagonist.
1: She's one of my nice. favourite actresses who doesn't, you know, often get a chance to do a lot. I feel like mm. um, you know, growing up as a as a watcher of the labyrinth. Oh yes. Which is my sister's kind of like all time favourite film. So we've watched it a ridiculous amount of times. Um it's one <laughs> of our favourites. So yeah, she's she's fantastic.
0: It's understandable. I remember I, I got I was just absolutely elated I was seeing a Forbidden Planet in central London. And I found a box set of Dark Crystal, Labyrinth mm. and Mirror Mask for like a tenner. I was like, mate, there is no way I'm letting anyone else have that. That is mine. <laughs> that Three is mine. absolute classic films for dirt cheap. I mm. need it. I need it. <laughs> Did you see the Dark Crystal series?
1: I loved it.
0: I know, right? And then it got freaking cancelled because Netflix cancels everything.
1: Yes, and do you know what? And this is my thing. It's like puppetry takes so much money because it's like these people have a real craft and it takes a lot of work, Mm. and they did it so well, and it's just really sad because, like, you look at the film, and the film's fantastic, but you can tell that Mm. you know it was made, you know, in a time they maybe didn't have as much. budget and as much time or whatever to make it so everything's yeah. you know and then you look at the show and how amazingly fantastic like everything looks i actually shared after i saw the back like uh they did like a blooper reel if you haven't watched it <laughs> no honestly if you haven't watched it go on youtube find the blooper reel from the dark crystal series and watch it it is like it it will not fail to make you happy it's so brilliant because seeing puppets um <laughs> seeing puppets like you know do bloopers is is just brilliant
0: the only oh, did it again! Play for your emperor! They buggered off. They've got a typical lunch. musicians' union. Yeah, I, I will absolutely have to check that out as soon as possible. <laughs> it's, that sounds yeah, hilarious.
1: I, I've shared it a couple of times, like on my social media, because it's just one of my favorite things. But yeah, again, because um, I love puppetry, I love anything with um, mm. kind of real special effects and. It's just a real shame that that's – after it's had so much effort put into it, and it seemed like they'd really pushed for it to be one of their most successful shows, and I think it was received really well by a lot of people, yeah. I was really shocked that they cancelled it, and I thought, really, I'm, I was thinking it's probably they're thinking they can make five shows for the same price, they can make that one.
0: Which is probably true, to be fair. But yeah. they probably make five shows that are terrible for the price and of get- one show that's amazing. So exactly, a bit of a shit deal. Didn't so then, hoping- then they announced it was cancelled on the same day they announced it won, like, four Emmys or something?
1: I think so. That's what I'm saying. It got received really well. Insane. And they cancelled yeah. it. And I'm kind of hoping um, that possibly because, you know, Jim Henson and Disney, I'm hoping that Disney Plus might at some point, Disney might pick it up. Because oh, be it would be fantastic, yeah. Because it it's just really sad because, I mean, you know where the, the TV show's heading because you've seen the movie. So you're already sad and a little bit like, oh, you know where it's going to go. But I just, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, I, I need to watch it again. I got so into it. And I mean, I got so, like, emotionally involved with these characters. And they're puppets.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like Tends to know what they're doing, man. Like, it, did, you, did you see Farscape?
1: Farscape? Uh, I've watched a little bit. I've not watched all of it but I've heard it's, that it's, it's you know... absolutely
0: worth digging into. It's, it's one of my all time favorite TV shows and like the puppet work in that it's all done by the Henson company. And it, like, it really shows how good they are. Like there's characters in that that are completely puppets, but you just, you absolutely relate to them on a human level because they're just, it's, they're so brilliantly made. It's impossible not to see them as what they kind of look like rather than just seeing them as a puppet. You have to see them as the character they're portraying because they're so lifelike.
1: No, I do love puppetry. I think it's an amazing um especially when you see the, the like the puppeteers and the like small spaces they have to be like crammed into yeah. and the weird positions like all day, every day with these like heavy things on and you're just kind of like, Wow, what a craft.
0: Sad that it's kind of dying out because it is one of the great crafts.
1: Same as um stop motion animation. Another one of my favourites.
0: Very much so, yeah like Aardman are really the only people and like, Studio Leica are still Laika, doing yeah. it and amazing Laika's
1: just just announced a new project called Into the really? Wild yeah Into the <sighs> Wild I think it's from a series of books that I've not heard yeah. of but we'll have a look at now yeah. but um, yeah because their last film was The Missing Link which was good but I feel like more yeah. kid aimed whereas Kubo oh wow Kubo <sighs> and the film. Two Strings honestly if you've not seen this yeah. film you have to watch it like the storyline's fairly predictable because it's for kids, but at the same time the animation and the art d- the film i like, I could sit down and watch that anytime I love it
0: like, even if even if you don't give a hoot about the story, just watching it for the artistry of the animation is worth it the, 100%. the quality of the production is just unmatched yeah so so good, and yeah, missing link was. Not as good, but still, you know, very well put together. So I'm I'm very much excited for uh, their new project, which mm. is always good. That and uh, Hosoda's new film, which is apparently just like taking over the world. I absolutely need to see that. What film is that? I'm trying to remember. It's a uh, Bell, like B E L L E. He's going back to his real kind of uh, summer wars style. Like it's about a a girl that lives online and crazy things happen and yeah it's like it sounds like classic a but one of those films that kind of only he can make and make actually be good yeah yeah bell the dragon and the freckled princess hmm. suzu a teenager living with her father in a small town in the mountains in a virtual world is known as you suzu is bell a musical icon which is just a very very hasoda type of setup like, only <laughs> he could pull that off
1: well, um, hopefully we've given people <laughs> in our TV movie tangent, we've given people um some things they might want to go look at in the interim between uh following our Firefly and The Return of the Nevers, whenever that may be. Because there's some really good stuff out there.
0: It really is. You just gotta dig and for it.
1: You just gotta dig for it through some of Netflix not so successful titles. But yeah, definitely Dark Crystal worth a watch. Yeah. So thank you, Tig, for joining me and uh talking endlessly about not just Janestown, but everything in between. Um, would you you know me, like,
0: any excuse to talk.
1: <laughs> would you like to share any uh, social media accounts that you have?
0: I am at TheHoundReacts on Twitter. I mostly share stuff from the YouTube channel and my comic reviews.
1: If you want to follow me online, you can have a look at my Instagram, which is laurajp1721. And I've also recently started um, live streaming some games moving into october we're going to do some halloween scary games which i don't play scary games because they scare me so much i usually kind of like throw the controller down because it's just my instinct <laughs> but um yeah we'll uh talk about some other random movies next time i'm sure um <laughs> but thanks again <laughs> for listening to this see you guys
0: Bye-bye. loves an origin story
1: everyone loves an origin story as long as it's not right at the beginning and takes up half the movie <laughs> like a lot of films like all superhero films
0: yeah pretty much
1: uh, it's that thing where you come back to re-watch the movies and you're like oh this is actually kind of boring now because i've seen it 18 times i know how batman became batman damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no no not this batman this batman's different actually i'm wondering <laughs> i'm quite excited to see the new batman just going off on another tangent With, about other things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, I really trust Matt Reeves because his uh, Planet of the Apes trilogy was fantastic. So if he can bring that mm. level of quality to a Batman film, I'm, I'm very excited to see how that can play out. And yeah, obviously, Up At is a fantastic actor.
1: I've heard a little snippet of the music on uh, Michael Giacchino, who is my favourite composer, um, on his Instagram. And it's very kind of more towards like the Tim Burton-esque Batman yeah i'm very looking forward to the music in this as well which i'm sure will only make the film better than whatever it's going to be but um i'm hoping it's gonna be really really good but um yeah we'll uh talk about some other random movies next time i'm sure um
0: (laughs) (laughs) to be fair i'm pretty sure it was all good chat so most some of it will be salvageable yeah but yeah sorry matt (laughs) it's all your fault you put us together okay stopping recording